Welcome to the Renovating You podcast, a podcast where we provide help by opening up topics and engaging in conversation around our wounds and our traumas of childhood. We encourage you to entertain the hope that your life can be different from what you have experienced up until this point. We share with you the tools we have gained on our healing journey and coach you through the process that breaks negative and repetitive cycles that leads to lasting transformation. The information found in this podcast is not meant to take the place of a licensed professional. Hey Renovators, I'm Denise Recker along with Beth Jacobus. We are live here in Crown Point and Bethany Hahn is joining us via Zoom in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Engineer extraordinaire Alex Bodine is making us sound fabulous. Okay, guys, can you believe it? Season two. Can you hardly believe it? So fun. How about you, Bethany? Yeah, it's been great. It, yeah, I reminded them, hey, uh, we're on episode 20. Uh, and he's like, hey, let's do season two. Yeah, <laughs> time for season two. So we feel like we've given you guys um, a good flavor of what renovating you is in that first season. Um, just by the title, you want to know what is renovating you. So we hope that we've done a pretty good job of kind of letting you know where, kind of where our sweet spot is. You know what we are, what our passion is, what we enjoy talking about, um, as well as also giving you a little bit of an insight of the three of us. Obviously, we're very different, right? I'm a <laughs> yeah. six on the enneagram. The nine, all's good over here. The four, the four, <laughs> and Alex, the nine for us here. So. Um, so we wanted to, we were trying to think of season two, just where we are, you know, where we are in our lives, where we are as a country, uh, where we are as far as um, illnesses and things like that that are happening. And something that kind of spoke to all of us is we're like, you know, what do we want to spend this next season talking about? And um, he restores my soul is going to be the theme of our second season. And I know the soul is something that we have talked about previously, but as you know with us, I mean, there is so much mm -hmm. more uh, we can talk about in regards to the mending of our soul. So as you will learn, or maybe you haven't learned or yet, but I am really into music and like music like speaks to me. So we're going to try a little bit of that this season by just doing uh, introductory songs. We can only play like a minute, but maybe we can find a way to link it where you can actually actually hear the full, um, just the full performance of the song. So today we are going to listen to Carrie Underwood singing softly and tenderly. See on the portals here. 
Wow, what a powerful song. You know, we always have a longing to wanting to go home. I remember after I had my daughter Ella, I just literally couldn't stay in the hospital anymore because I'm like, I just need to come home. There's such a longing in our hearts as humans for that place of safety. Even when you have surgery and you're in the hospital today, we just want to get home. When we have been on an amazing vacation or a road trip, you know, we just want to go home. And so home is a place we somehow believe if we can just get there, everything will be well. Yeah, I agree, Bethany. I mean, home is definitely a place where we can get rejuvenated. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, the mom or the grandma in that situation. There's just something about going home that brings great comfort. It's the place, you know, where we belong. It's where our stuff, you know, is in the nest, if you will. It can also be a place perhaps where there's turmoil or there's unrest or rejection. Maybe there's been hurtful words that have been spoken or even physical pain inflicted and perhaps innocence has been lost and you know it gets us all thinking how do you how do you navigate the traumas and the experiences that you know knock knock us under our feet and um, they knock our feet out from under us I mean how do you make it from the Garden of Eden to Jordan how do you make it from birth to death how do we find rest and peace when you know speaking of eternal where we're at here in this mm -hmm. world and going to heaven you know we're we're so far away yeah. from our home and um yeah yeah we need we need some answers we do and so we are excited um to kind of unpack psalm 23 um it's a good psalm <laughs> i think it's one of those i think what maybe probably psalm 91 is a very popular psalm mm -hmm. psalm 23 <laughs> is probably the most popular um, and I know there's other favorites that people have too, but I think even people who aren't believers kind of know Psalm 23 or at least know parts of it. Um, so it's packed with help and hope for healing for today. I mean, it mm -hmm. really is a very cool way to talk about what we talk about, yeah. um, how we come alongside people, how it's ministered to ourselves, and just even in the classes that we teach, you know, it's sometimes um, teaching healing takes on all different forms, yeah. and it, you get it from several different streams. And so we're going to talk about Psalm uh, 23. So would we agree? I, I'm, I'm like thinking, you know, true story, we can't get there on our own. Uh, we need someone we can count on. Yeah. 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 Um, I agree on yeah. that. And... You look at Psalm 23, and really what it is, is obviously the shepherd. Mm -hmm. The Lord is my shepherd. He's a lot of other things as well, but this particular psalm talks about yeah. his role to his sheep, which is us, mm -hmm. those of us who know Jesus, that he is our shepherd. So we're kind of breaking it down that, a, you know, a shepherd really has three main roles, responsibilities, um, if you will. And so we are going to unpack this psalm, Renovating You style. Mm -hmm. So today we are going to talk about the green pastures. So when you think of a pasture, you think of it's grown, it's feeding, especially for grazing animals, land or plot used 
for feeding and livestock. So we just think of this green, luscious land, right? Yeah. So the dictionary really paints a beautiful picture in our minds of this wide open fields full of lush grass. You know, maybe there's some flowers or there's a few trees, but we basically think of a beautiful scenery meadow. I mean, when I close my eyes and I think of a pasture, right? Don't you guys think of Mm -hmm. the green scenery? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you just Google pastures, boom, you're going to find a lot. Mm So a lot of times, um, we also commonly take the Bible's green pastures to mean that God, you know, supplies all our, all our needs in abundance. But I read something and it really opened my eyes um, regarding this verse. And it said, but this isn't really what David was saying. But this is what David was saying in the areas of Jerusalem. In Jerusalem, the hillsides are mainly dirt and sand. There's not a lot of lush green grass. All you find are a bunch of rocks, maybe some grass and pop popping up here and there. You know, just like nowadays, there are certain times of the year where when it rains often, there are times when, you know, it's a bit dry. So Psalm 23.2 is really referring to those dry seasons, mm-hmm. not just the environment, but in our lives. And I think that's powerful because um, that really opened up my eyes to see that it wasn't you know, when you think of this, you think of God supplying all our needs. You think of abundance mentality. But really, what happens when we have those seasons, those dry seasons? So when we talk about, you know, dry seasons of our lives, what do you, what do you ladies think of? Is it, are you in a dry season right now? What are those things that God's dealing with you in your heart right now to show you that he will supply, he will provide for you? What do you got, Denise? What do I got? <laughs> um, I got, well, first of all, I mean, you know, I'm a very visual person. And I love I love the translation that we're using on here. Because the first part that Bethany is talking about is to feed his sheep. Mm-hmm. That's the beginning part. So I'm saying all that to say where I am. So the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. This particular version says, he lets me lie down in green pastures. And to me, um, the operative word there is let's. He's, in, he's, inviting, he's inviting me to lay down. He's inviting all of us to lay down the song, come home. It's not just, you know, a sinner coming to Jesus or going to heaven, but come here with me. Come on home. Come rest. When you go home, you rest. And so for me, I would say that um, I was a little bit burned out. Um, I've spent some time talking with Beth and it was just like, you know what, this season in my life, there's a lot of things you guys know about my my life that I've been through. Some of it hasn't been shared, but it's just been a lot uh, coming coming down all at once, um, kind of catching up with me, if you will, of just another layer in my life of God saying, you know what, um, it's, it's just interesting because I will share this part of it here is that for me, where it says, he lets me lie down in green pastures. For most of my life, um, I have been basically praying, help me keep going. Just help me keep going. I haven't really been praying, Lord, give me a rest. I've been praying to keep going because that's what I've done my whole life. When you start trauma early on in life, that's just the um, the role that you, that you do. Lord, just help me to keep going. So 
when I was reading this and even, you know, we're talking about, you know, what we wanted to talk about, what the season is about. I mean, obviously, usually when we're talking about things, I mean, this is kind of a season for us that we're talking about and you get to be in and <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> in on what's going on. So, yes, come on Welcome in. Table. We're all having coffee and um, <laughs> Brittany bread. made zucchini bread. So, we're all, we're all good here. We're good yeah. here. So, for me, that that's what it is. It's a, He lets me. So, I need to feel comfortable yeah. lying down. Yeah. And not to be afraid to lie down. And so for me, um, it's been very inviting and just to know that he, he's there. Yeah. And that, that for me has been, um, it's been a different shift for me. Um, and for anybody out there who also is dealing with those things, mm-hmm. um, we are in such overdrive, hypervigilant. Um, what do I need to do? Depending on your Enneagram number, I'm up for the task. Throw it at me. I got it. Mm-hmm. I'm just so busy in this time of season when really our soul is saying he's calling come just come rest so for me that's kind of i could go on and on but then the others wouldn't get a chance to talk so go ahead (laughs) (laughs) so the question being are have we what season are we in yeah yeah um just kind of a myriad of things um and sometimes my seasons go from day to day you know sometimes you know you wake up and of course we're not always moved by every emotion that comes our way or you know especially nine you wouldn't get out of bed my goodness but um i do know that you know some days there's more of a fight just to find that rest other days it's like the shepherd is leading me and i am willingly going and laying down and drinking from (laughs) you know from the supper Mm -hmm. table and there's other times where it hasn't been that way Mm -hmm. and um i was sharing with um denise before you know we were on how there have been um times that I have allowed different people to actually come to my table that even though we know the Lord, I don't want to get ahead of where we're at, but the Lord is there and he's prepared the table uh, in the presence of our enemies. Sometimes in those valley times when there's, you know, maybe persecution from within or, you know, or without, um, and it it takes you to those valley places, you know, those valley Mm -hmm. places. And I found in my own life, it's not always a people, it's not always a person to person thing for me it's often what voices i'm allowing what what people um am i listening to and um who has my ear that shouldn't who have i said yes you know come have zucchini bread and coffee with me this morning instead of saying you know that's not somebody i need to sup with and that goes back to my soul Mm -hmm. so when i read the psalms and i know that the lord in these times that he's calling me to rest it you know it just takes the pressure off of performing it takes the pressure off of um and and actually reading the whole psalms i realized that there are valleys and so yes been in valleys over this Uh, sometimes like i said they were 24 hours sometimes they lasted a few more days but it was going through them realizing that lord you are with me Mm -hmm. and you have not left me and you've gone before me and you go ahead of me and it is then even in those valleys or those darker places right not the mountaintop experiences but where I really mm-hmm. do, if I allow the Lord to be a good shepherd, which I believe that he is, um, I can get a lot of truth during those seasons of my life. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. Right, yeah. And that's where the Lord will meet you in those areas, especially the valleys. You know, when you're not at your highest, you're in your valley. That's where he'll meet you because you know, a lot of times he's just wanting to get our attention. Yeah. Because um, we're so busy <laughs> or we or we make a lot of things happen or we try to keep from busy from really 
I'm dealing with what's really going inside of us. And so for me, I feel like the season when, when I do have dry seasons or when I'm like, okay, Lord, where are you? I'm not feeling you right now. I mean, I just might, I just go right into worship music because music like Denise, it just gets me there. Mm-hmm. And I really let the um, Lord speak to me. Even if I feel like I just sitting and resting in him, almost like I'm such a visual person. And so I just always picture myself at the foot of Jesus him picking me up, holding me. And that's where I find my rest. That's where I find my safety. And I just have that visual mm-hmm. while, you know, listening to worship or whatnot. And that's where I can feel peace. Um, and so that's how I allow the Lord, you know, to lead me to rest when I feel maybe anxious or nervous of what's happening in the world right now. Um, I find my, that my peace right there. Um, so, yeah. I think too, yeah, I mean, for me, as we're, as we're talking about this, you talk about the worship, you know, yeah. you know, a lot of worship music, and I mean, that, it's a good thing, but it's praising him for who he is, right. you know, what yeah. he's done. But I think when he invites us to lie down in green pastures, it's more so of us letting him do, yeah. do for us. Uh-huh. You know, the shepherd yeah. comes and gets us. The shepherd's not saying, hey, go off on your own. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, you're way ahead of the pack. You got your, you, you got your act together. Yeah. Go on about your business. No. He's like, there's someone missing. Yeah. There's someone missing. Where are they? I need to get them because we're, I'm, I'm hurting us all to a certain place. Yeah. And I think that that is the role the shepherd plays. That's the role that Jesus plays, right? Of hurting us, hurting us in a way for us to get home. Absolutely. And, uh-huh. um, Going and, for the, and for the betterment of the whole flock. Yeah, that's because a good point. Because when you yes. think about it, I just thought of that now. Like, mm-hmm. if I go out and, you know, if I'm the sheep that's like, well, it looks greener over there, and um, I'm, you know, next thing I know, I'm upside down. I guess I guess sheep, if they're on unsteady ground, they're, it's called cast, where their feet turn upside down. Mm-hmm. You know, they, mm-hmm. they can't turn themselves back up. Of course, mm-hmm. I don't know that living in Indiana, but... Smart people, you know, uh, people that do that do know that. But what a vulnerable position for if, if I'm the sheep to be lying there mm-hmm. away from the flock, away from the shepherd, yeah. thinking that I know where the green pastures are. I know where we're going next, right? Mm-hmm. And the beauty of that to me is is when the shepherd comes, you know, and doesn't beat me with the rod, he gently, mm-hmm. you know, moves yeah. me, but he brings me back with mm-hmm. the other 99 that are like, dude, where you been? Right. Mm -hmm. But there's that restoring of one person, you know, and again, if I'm a good sheep, I will have learned my lesson and maybe tell the other ones, Hey, look, listen to the shepherd because Mm -hmm. I didn't. And I went out in the back 40 and found myself, you know, belly up Mm -hmm. to, to pray into animals that were going to be predators, you know? And I just, I just thought of that. Like, that's really a cool thing. How Mm -hmm. we respond when we go back to the flock, are we bitter? Could we have done it on our own, or did we trust mm-hmm. the shepherd to rescue us? Are we mad that he kept? Are we mad that he came and got that, us? That too. I was going to figure this all on my own. He came. You know, too yeah, soon. I had a rough patch, but if you just let me be, I could prove to you yeah. that I can do this on my own. I don't need to be part of the flock. Yeah. I can just go rogue, and I'm wiser, smarter than the rest of yeah. the sheep. Mm-hmm. And so I think in that, I think in that way too. And I think even in the, he lets me lie down again of, just saying he's he's got this and i think that's what's one of the things that is so hard you know um living in this world but not of this world 
that mm-hmm. it's just the, the natural thing inside of us. I got to figure this out. There's no time to rest. Look what's happening, you know, but we are really trying to take, trying to take the role of the 100%. shepherd in our own lives. And I know I have been guilty of that. And that has been the path that I got set on yeah. because yeah. I was supposed to rest in my parents' care as a child, rest in their care as they're shepherding me, Mm -hmm. my sisters, right? That was their role. So when you think about that, your, yeah, it starts really askewed early on for so many of us. Maybe you guys listening, some of that might resonate with you and some of it, it might not. But for those of you that it does, it's like, there's a reason why... (laughs) why you want to take care of it yourself or why you pride yourself on being strong why you pride yourself and say i don't need anybody i can do this on my own because that's what you've been doing that's what you were taught that's all you know that's all you know and that's all that's all i've you know i've known for (laughs) pretty much my whole life Mm -hmm. um and so it's very hard it's almost like laying in the grass with with one eye open. Okay, I'll lay here, but I got one eye open because what's going to be happening? Exactly. Versus yeah, just saying, I don't have no peace. Yeah, I don't have to. He, he's and I think when we come from a healthy home, that is kind of a little bit more of a natural mm-hmm. flow than when you don't. Right. Um, and so I just wanted to you know kind of kind of share that too. Which if you that's know, your journey? I, yeah, I go back to Denise's story. Um, well, it's her story. I don't mean like a, a fable, like her, her, yeah, her my life, life story, yeah, her yeah. life, her mm-hmm. life story. And, um, you know, just the Lord is my shepherd. That's what David mm-hmm. said. You know, I mean, that it was written very intimate and personal. It's not the Lord is your shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. And mm-hmm. I think even in that uh-huh. simple statement, we have a choice. Am I my own shepherd? Am mm-hmm. I going to go out in the back 40, feed for myself, eat for myself, fend for myself? And think I'm smarter, knowing that really all sheep are dumb and they're stubborn mm-hmm. little, you know, cute creatures that you know mm-hmm. aren't don't, don't have a lot of intelligence. Mm-hmm. But but I'm I'm the exception, right? And so you know what I hear Denise saying is she didn't think that of herself, but it was kind of forced upon her mm-hmm. to be that sheep that um, kind of went to you know had to be the strong one, had to go do it because there was no trust in the shepherd mm-hmm. and and probably the flock too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, was in question as well. So I think you're right. A lot of that has to do with our upbringing. Yeah. And at some point in our life, we have to say either the Lord, if the Lord is not my shepherd, to me, the, the rest of Psalms that, you know, 23 is mm-hmm. irrelevant to me. If he uh-huh. is my shepherd, then verses two to six ring true mm-hmm. and, and for me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I agree. I totally. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, it's all about, yeah, surrendering. And I think, especially right now in today's world, we want to control. We want to see what's going to happen in the next months. We want to do all these things. And what the Lord has really been speaking to me is just let go. Mm -hmm. Let go and just allow him, just allow him to take control, you know, because we're his children. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's good, Bethany. Yeah, no, I, you know, I, I totally agree with that. And I think um, the flock isn't very, you know, the whole part, the whole point of the shepherd is to take the flock to certain places, right? There's yeah. a, he has the plan, right. he knows where they need to go, he knows where the pitfalls are, he knows where the water is, 
you know, he knows where there are sprigs where he, they can, you know, because mm-hmm. he's familiar with the terrain. He knows. And I think even in that, as we are, as we're putting ourselves in the, in the role, you know, of, of the sheep, it's like, even like as a, just as a people, could be as a church, could be as a family, as a whole country, could even, you know, go wider and wider, but of just saying every, imagine how, how that flock would operate if every sheep oh. was doing their own thing, and it's like, I got this, no, you're totally wrong. I hate that idea. What are you Sauce doing that for? Are you stupid? <laughs> yeah. That's, this, is, this is how it's supposed to be. I mean, they wouldn't get anywhere, you know? Right, no. Because there's no, there's no true, true leader. They have their own agenda. Yeah. That doesn't sound like where we're at right as a country and everything you know mm-hmm. even even before everything that broke out americans are known mm-hmm. to kind of be have their own way and their own will mm-hmm. and make their own mm-hmm. decisions their on control. their own time yeah and so now we're saying lord i surrender that like you were saying bethany denise and myself like if you are the shepherd then i'm going to be a sheep mm-hmm. <laughs> right right do you have yeah, it on definitely. there bethany um I've got it on here, or if, I mean, let me just read it and just see what see what your take is on this. So Ezekiel thirty four verse eleven, because again, I mm-hmm. loved it in this translation. I don't even know what translation it is. I was just reading it and I liked it, and so this is what we're using. You're like, this will work. <laughs> I don't know. I can't give credit, but it's a good one. Um, As the shepherd cares for his sheep on the day that he is among his scattered flock, right? So scattered. So will I care for my sheep, and I will rescue them from all the places to which they were scattered on a cloudy and gloomy day. Mm-hmm. What do you take from that, Bethany? <laughs> uh, I just get peace when I read that. Because wherever we go in life or whatever hardships we face, and if we seem lost or <laughs> scattered, mm-hmm. that God's going to guide us back to him because we're his children. And so I just take comfort in that verse because um, he says, you know, I will care for my sheep. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a promise. So I read that as, okay, that's facts. Like that's a promise from the Lord that he's going to care for us. He's going to rescue us, you know, on a cloudy and gloomy day. And yeah, that's just so powerful. And so when I read that, I instantly feel hope and peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And security. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we, if we think, I'm going to let you guys talk about this. If we think that too much has happened, if we think, you know what, I just can't catch my breath. Maybe you're in a place that you don't know up from down. How do we get the rest and the nourishment? Because again, he invites us to rest, but he's also feeding us in that place, right? Yeah. How do we, what are some practical things that, some practical things that we can do, or maybe some things that you've done? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. What have, where I, have you guys been? Okay. Um, yeah, so some practical ways to find rest. Is that what you're asking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And nourishment. Um, I would just say, kind of what I mentioned, just like what Denise was saying, when you, when you praise God and when you are singing, you know, back to the Lord and singing how amazing and powerful he is, you know, with praise and worship, that just feeds your soul. And a lot of times I'll turn on um, some music and I'll literally lay in my living room 
or when the kids were napping or whatnot. And I'll just get on the floor, mm-hmm. like back to the floor and just be silent and just be quiet and let God speak to me and just let those words like wash over me. Mm-hmm. I think that's powerful. And that's where I get my rest. Mm-hmm. That's good. How about you? Yeah. Yeah. I think the first thing that I do, I, which sounds silly for some of you that are more self-aware is I go, hold on here. Something's off <laughs> before I would just put the pedal to the metal and keep going. Right. I'm not going to deal with that emotion. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that Conflict, emotion is. Run, run, run. <laughs> All the flags abort, go abort. off. Abort mission. <laughs> now I don't do that. I, I, I go, what some, something's going off here, right? Something's going off and, and I don't have rest. And mm-hmm. so rather than push through, or say nothing there you know, this is just a smoke show Beth. nothing going on here you know maybe it's indigestion I know it's not indigestion I know there's something that I need to deal with or something that that is unsettling or something mm-hmm. that I need to maybe push myself or that I may need to back off and just release to the Lord and so often it's just taking the time to acknowledge the racing heart mm-hmm. to acknowledge my shoulders that are up at my ears like you know you guys can't see but mm-hmm. you know you know, you ever go to like see a chiropractor or something? They're like, "Well, your you know your shoulders are like right up." You to used your to ears. have a neck. You don't you anymore. You used to have a neck, and now it's bit. Yeah. Oh, I'm not. Are you stressed, Beth? Oh no, no, no. I, there's nothing to stress me about. You know, life is good. Life is great. It's perfect, right? And so, just taking cues from my body and my spirit, yeah. right? Both, because if mm-hmm. if my soul is not, if I'm not getting nourishment from the Lord, if I'm not like like music ministers to you. I just get still before the Lord. I just get still. And and again, that may not be what other people like to do, but that brings me mm-hmm. back to Lord, what's going on? And even if I don't know at that moment, I just I just speak to my I just speak to my spirit to be still and to align yeah. with the word of God and I just pray for his peace to come over me, not to cover it up, but just Father, you're in control whatever mm-hmm. this is, because sometimes I don't know what it is. I don't know what has flared up, and it doesn't last long, but I I I can't go it's this, but I say, Holy Spirit, you do, you know, you know what's going on here. Bring rest. Yeah. Right. And that might mean, um, taking, you know, Instagram off my phone. Mm-hmm. That might mean yeah. not getting, um, notifications from my Yahoo account. That mm-hmm. may mean going for a walk and leaving my phone. E. what if something happens? Well, I've walked before without a phone. So sometimes just those little nudges really mm-hmm. restore my soul mm-hmm. for me. I think for me, um, and again, it's interesting how it's all, you know, we all do it differently. And I think that's how God made us, yes. you know, which is, which is wonderful because he, you know, he's the God of all of us, the God of many. Yeah. There isn't just one way to restore. Um, so I think even in here as we are, you know, suggesting things or kind of things that we do might just be opening your mind to start thinking about like, what, what would mine be? Like right now when I, when I need to be restored, you know, what is that? What does that look like? And I think for me, one of the things I like about it here is he rescued them from all the places to which they were scattered mm-hmm. on a cloudy and gloomy day. So for those of you maybe who have been like me, where you have been with the fire hat on in the rescue mm-hmm. rescuer role, um, maybe for as long as you can think about it, or maybe... It's just something that's happened. You don't even know when it even happened, but you're the one everybody comes to in the family. I'm not saying that happens now in my family, but just the just the role that, that you feel you play or when there's something going on 
you know, call so-and-so, and they're the ones, and for some whatever reason, you're the adult child that everybody goes to, or you're the peacemaker in the whole family and all those things, and I, I think uh, sometimes the things that I'm learning in this season of my life, uh, which I do think that God is for myself, you know, taking me to another level of healing, to which I'm very, I'm very grateful for, so grateful, because um, it's a place where I am right now I've never really been before. I've talked with Beth, spent some time talking with her, and um, I have a spiritual director that I have uh, talked with quite extensively on here. And um, I think for me is pulling back where some people need to move forward when there's unrest mm-hmm. or things. But for me, it's the pulling back yeah. and truly pulling back, not just okay, I'll pull back, but letting myself, my spirit, my soul to just pull back into the role of the sheep not thinking about all the other sheep yeah what's happening over there to the left you know harry there's not doing real well you know uh, <laughs> jenny's been hurting what's going <laughs> on got yeah yeah <laughs> what you know oh uh, she's walking with a limp or whatever like that's kind of where i go i'm thinking about all the sheep that have all these <laughs> and i'm like come here you know and i'm you know i'm the, the shepherd's assistant you know uh sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I just need to pull back, and that's something I'm giving myself permission to do of saying, Lord, you you just take it. And no, I don't know where we're going. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow in a certain situation or where I am in my life. But rather than me laying awake tonight trying to figure it out, which I've spent a ton of my life doing because you learn to start problem solving early on in life, trying to head things off. If you come from a home where there's trauma, wounds, where parents um, did not do a great job. Again, a lot of people have done what they knew, so that's a whole other show. But we're just talking about how you, because I want to talk about you, not your parents or honoring them. I'm just talking about you, right, as a sheep, to maybe say, you know what? The world's not going to fall apart if I say, "I, I I can't do that part. I can't do that now. I need to limit. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not weak, right? Yeah. Um, it isn't the end. What it is, is you're just saying, you know what? I've been stepping in a role that I was never meant to step in. Yeah. And it's caught up with me. And I just need you, Jesus, just to take over and be that shepherd. Mm-hmm. Just take over and let me rest tonight because we say it so much well he's with us you know watch over us through the night it just becomes such verbiage yeah, cliche. but when you really start saying and picture yourself laying in the grass even I don't, whatever you have to do i'm a very visual person or laying like even like bethany laying on the ground maybe you're doing it mm-hmm. outside with your phone on and you're listening you're looking up at the sky at night there's mm-hmm. peaceful the kids are sleeping or whatever you have to do it's a, it's beautiful it's summertime right now yeah. to say that's where i'm going that's where I'm resting and to really experience what it feels like to rest yeah to lie down what it really feels like not again not with one eye open not with an alarm because you gotta you know make a phone call in five minutes you know Mm -hmm. but a really saying I've carved out some time to just rest yeah it's so um so important it's it's so important um so we wanted to talk about uh just that that first, you know that um, that verse. What else you guys want to say on this one? Whew. 
What are your? There's a lot we could say, but <laughs> yeah, I know there's a lot. Oh, there's 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 so much. <laughs> I just I just leave. What's I your nugget? I mean, what's your nugget? If you said this is the thing I got from us talking tonight, what would you, what would you say? Just that there's probably have been many seasons in my life where I have said, Lord, you know, the Lord is my shepherd. Yeah, and I've read that scripture like yeah, 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 yeah. But have I acknowledged? Have I acted like the he helpless the shepherd? Sheep? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That he says, no, we need to move over in this pasture. And I'm like, no, this is really green. And the shepherd's like, that's going to dry up by tomorrow morning. What do you know? And then I die from hunger, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes mm-hmm. God will prompt me to do something. I'm like, like, Lord, do you, do you know, like, do you think that's the best? You know, mm-hmm. I kind of question him in my spirit as mm-hmm. if, mm-hmm. as if he doesn't know. I've got my sheep's glasses on. I got I my sheep so. glasses on <laughs> and they really work good, right? And my hair is all natty and I'm upside down on a field, but I'm doing yeah. good. <laughs> Because I'm stubborn, and I'm going to prove to you all that I can do this thing called life, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just uh-huh. the imagery of a sheep is humbling. Because like I said, sheep are dumb, and they're cute. But, you know, we are his sheep. Not that we're dumb, but we're in the sense that we're helpless. Yeah. In the sense yeah. that we need a shepherd that loves us and mm-hmm. that commands, you know, he makes me. He doesn't say mm-hmm. he asks me to lie down. Mm-hmm. He makes me lie down. I love that. I want a shepherd that knows what is best for me right you know how about you bethany anything more yeah yeah for me i think um that even in dry seasons he allows me to lie down Mm -hmm. in green pastures so even in seasons where you just feel like okay god where are you what's happening he's like i i still got you i'm still with you Mm -hmm. and let's find rest in this place it's hard let's just still find rest even though chaos is happening let's still rest Mm -hmm. and so i think that's powerful that visual of the pasture it's green but then around it you still got the you know the hillside where it's just dirt but yet Mm -hmm. there's this little area of the green lush pasture that he'll still guide you if you when you're in the dirt and the yuck or whatever season you're in that he's going to still lead you to that green area so that you can find rest yeah yeah good and I think, too, just like you're talking, Bethany, when you are in that season where um, it's dry or you're depleted or you're wondering or you're questioning, you know, whatever, whatever um, adjective you want to, mm-hmm. you, you know, you want to you want to put on that season. I yeah. think that's where we have to be really intentional on yes. looking for those small little green pastures uh-huh. and say, all I see is the desert. But of saying, no, there's a green pasture over there. There's a little square yeah. where I can go rest. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I mean, it has to be a little bit more intentional during those times. Yeah. Uh, so we, our desire is, is that as we start this second season where he restores my soul, that maybe for the first time, maybe you're even acknowledging, maybe even one that you have a soul, which is the mind, the will, and the emotions. So you may not even be aware of that, but that he does restore he does restore and that is one of the things he didn't just leave us here um to figure it out you know he didn't put all of us sheep in a pasture and say let's watch this this ought to be fun Mm -hmm. um (laughs) how long before they kill themselves how long are they going to go over the cliff um who didn't know who didn't know know a couple grass pigs later there was food over there but you stayed over here it's like no i'm on this path you know i can't i can't look to the left or the right um, just to just to begin asking yourself, you know what, Lord, where 
I know I need my soul to be restored because guys, we all do. I don't yes. care what Enneagram number yeah. you are. I don't care what role you play in the body of Christ, whether you've been a believer for 80 years, whether you're a new believer in the last five years, you know, whatever. We all need restoring. Mm-hmm. And I really do believe that the sooner in our lives we can acknowledge that, the more restful the more nourished we're going to be because we do want to be resilient. And living in this world does call us to be yes, resilient. Mm-hmm. We yeah. can't just curl up and die. That just isn't the no. world that we live in. And so if we want to keep going and you want to say, I have plans, I have dreams, and God's working in my life and we're doing all wonderful things, but we have to have that season where he's saying, come home, mm-hmm. come on. Mm-hmm. You've been out way too long. You've been out way too long. Come visit with me. Come be with me. So good. Come rest. Come yeah. Rest. Come rest. So um, we want to say thank you for sticking with us through season one mm-hmm. and for taking a chance on us. Mm-hmm. Um, and what are these three chicks up to? <laughs> <laughs> and at the same time, too, um, we hope that you have been referring us to your friends, your family, and especially maybe in this season, maybe that first season it wasn't so much, but maybe this season you'll say, hey, you know what? I know people that need their soul restored. So we just want to thank you for listening to the Renovating You podcast. Um, it's something that we, we've we created for you, and I think the Lord is using. A lot of people have made comments. I'm just you know grateful for it. Um, we just ask you to take a few moments, if you could, to invest in us in renovating you by just like rating our podcast you know on itunes as well as going to our website you can find us on there Uh, you can leave comments on either how you found maybe our podcast helpful or maybe a particular episode um that spoke to your heart of where you are um just on your journey you can find us on instagram facebook itunes and spotify um you can hear our podcast there on the it's the renovating you with a you um, but a five-star review, guys, would really help us on our, any platform because it does uh, kind of make us more available to other people. And again, obviously, we can't give ourselves five-star <laughs> reviews. <laughs> well, we could, but we'd be like, really? It's people. Yeah. But we need, we, need, we need you guys. You know, we just do. Uh, so please share us uh, with your friends and family. Um, and if you have any questions or would like to continue to dialogue, you can always uh, DM us or DM us on um, our Instagram, Renovating You, or message us on Facebook. So we thank you again. We're looking forward to what God is going to do in this season. And we say, as always, see you later, Renovators. <laughs> <laughs>